When you hear the phrase first-gen American, what comes to mind? Oscar Velasquez, a first-generation American, wants to enlighten your mind to everyday life as a first-gen in today's America. There is a perception in today's society, and Oscar is going to dive in and dissect the reality of being a first-gen. Join Oscar and his guests from all walks of life, discussing their trial and tribulations in today's America. Now your host, Oscar Velasquez. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome, welcome to another episode of First Gen American. I'm your host, Oscar Velasquez. I would like to thank our sponsor for today's show, Enrique Mesa Jr., who is an amazing immigration attorney out of Manchester, New Hampshire, and also representing the uh, Southern New Hampshire border. Also, uh, please find his information under our sponsorship tab on Instagram, and you can uh, you can also become a sponsor of First Gen American if you love the show and you like our topics, and obviously you're a First Gen as well, and you want to hear some of these amazing stories locally and beyond. Uh, why don't you consider uh, being a sponsor? Uh, today's guest... None other than a good friend of mine, Pedrito Aguirre. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Pedro, he is a son of uh, Mexican immigrants. He has opened many restaurants in the New, uh, New England area. He has owned several restaurants like La Santa in Tingsboro, um, El Jefe in Lowell, and also um, actually was able to be a part of his journey with Agave Azul, if anybody remembers Agave. Some good times, good times. Oh, yeah. um, so thank you, Pedro, for joining us today, man. Thanks, thanks for having me on the show, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I I want to take the the time to to kind of say how, I mean, dude, I you know we've been friends for almost a decade, and to watch you grow as a young entrepreneur and to see some of your um amazing ventures and to to be humble enough to be there and some of your your lessons and and you know and your learning curves when it comes to the restaurant industry, even though you have grown around it all your life um tell me a little bit about some of the um some of the struggles growing up and 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 what you saw but what still inspired you to become a restaurant owner so uh, i mean pretty much it's uh you know we we grew up in the restaurant industry uh my parents already owned uh restaurants uh my uncles and stuff so you know everything was pretty much you know paved but at the same same time we've you know i've struggled a lot right. you know uh being young, dumb, and yeah, you know, get it. but at the same time learning and uh, getting getting things done and and uh, trying to improve, you know, the the situation and and myself. So you know, it's it's yeah. been good. It's uh, life's treating me good, uh, ups yeah. and downs, but we're 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 working. Yeah, we're absolutely, working. man, absolutely. I I love that about you, man. I it's at any rhythm of life, you can never tell if you're up or down because all your successes come with a lot of lessons, but at the same time, you're humble and you never change. You're always like myself, I was inspired by I remember when you first got here from Virginia, I believe, when you were yeah. opening up a, yeah. Agave. Um I lived upstairs and um, my boy Manny, Manny Ramirez, shout out because I, I think I think he gets a lot of shout outs, Manny Ramirez. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he he was he was doing a mural and he's like, he calls me. He's like, yo, bro, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm upstairs. Um, I'm about to go to work. He's like, oh, oh no, I'm just asking because I'm downstairs. I'm like, what are you doing downstairs? You want to come up? He's like, no, no, I'm at the business downstairs. Um, I'm doing a mural. I'm like, what? So I'm like... Open the door, man. I'll be right there. It's like, so what's up? What what is this all about? Is this gonna become a restaurant? Because I remember that it was a drift shop before. Yeah. And I and I go, so what's the deal? What what type of restaurant is it gonna be? Oh no, nah, it's these guys from Virginia. It's a, it's a Mexican restaurant. I was like, yo, that's awesome. But the first thing I told them was, that's awesome. The second thing was like, are they authentic? Because, not to not to jab at anybody, but there's a lot of Hispanic owned restaurants, but no Hispanics behind the scenes. Yeah. They kind of ad adopt like, um, um, I would say like a generic menu style of like what people perceive to be authentic Mexican restaurants. And um, so anyway, so I told him, he was like, nah, these guys are Mexican. And <laughs> I was like, dope, man, dope. Because if, if we're going to represent something or they're going to represent us, it better be authentic. And it yeah. better be our people behind it. So I love that. And when he was doing the mural, I was like, yo, man, I got to talk to these guys. Because you were the first Mexican restaurant in downtown Nashua um, ever. Yeah. yeah. Which that, I felt pride because I was like, all right, something's happening here. Like, all right, our people are, are progressing. But what 
what got me curious is like, what are these dudes from Virginia doing in Nashville, New Hampshire? Yeah, so I mean, the the history of uh, us coming up here is, uh, you know, I, I, my brother, my brother Antonio, mm -hmm. he, uh, he's the founder of La Coretta. Yeah. So he came up here in uh, 1998, mm -hmm. uh, which I was young and stuff. So mm -hmm. I was going to Central High in uh, Manchester. Oh, okay. And then after that, you know, I got tired of the cold, yeah, like yeah. everybody does, and uh, so the I snowbirds. left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I left uh, to North Carolina, working mm. over there with uh, some friends over there at San Jose, yeah. Mexican restaurants. And then uh, after that, you know, everything was history. We came up here and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, we started working on the project Agave. Yeah. And uh, I already knew the area. They didn't. So I brought them up here and, uh, you know, we, we just started working on the on the nice. project here. But yeah. we wanted to bring something different, uh, yeah. you know, that nobody mm -hmm. knew, like a mm -hmm. nice night scene, a bar, yeah. more... Uh, more authentic Mexican restaurant, you know, right, right. than than the rest. But yeah. Um, when I when I I remember coming up to you when I first met you and um, Manny, uh, you did the warm handoff to introduce us, and I said, "Listen, I don't know how to run a restaurant. I can learn, but I want to be involved." And I'm like, "My boy's doing a mural. I already know that this is gonna be great because yeah. we know a lot of people within the community, so." I mean, we're blessed that if we're putting our name towards it, it's going to be something great. Like, you know, with Manny's creativity, I oh, mean, yeah. it's yeah. everywhere. Like, if you look around and then to be able to adopt that in the restaurant and to have like a piece of art in that wall, it's still there, you know, yeah, exactly. and um, it's forever uh, a movement within the Latino community. I felt like that branched off. Mm -hmm. So when um, I remember when you were opening up your restaurant, we were like, listen, what I've noticed here, I, I was I was a little younger at the time. I, what I what I noticed here is that th this community has a trend mm -hmm. of uh, bar hoppers. Yeah, and it's not consistent. So if you want that traffic to stop here and be the end stop, you have to have something authentic, unique. that unique that comes yeah. with the with the vibe of what we bring. I mean, they love the food, tacos and margaritas. You yeah. know, <laughs> they love the guac, the presentation, yeah. and I, I see that after you your vision to embed something so amazing like that um, was truly great. And and we came together and we were feeding off each other. That's when I got inspired. And you've inspired young entrepreneurs like yourself. Like a lot of people that have restaurants now came from Agave. Yeah, they, yeah. Um, everybody, well, you know, everybody started off uh, out off of Antonio. Right. You know, but, uh, you know. After, well, what I know, what yeah. I know from Agave. Yeah, and then when we opened up Agave, mm -hmm. you know, you know, there was a lot of, uh, there was a great team yeah. there and, uh, you know, everybody had potential. That's right. what I saw. Yeah. So, you know, for example, we, uh, from there we start, uh, I expanded and we started expanding to, uh, California burritos. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Raul, he was a waiter and, yeah. you know, he, he started working with me and then yeah. we, we went to that venture mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, he, he, he blew, you know, yeah, yeah. He, he did a great job. You know, he's yeah. a hardworking guy. So, yeah. You know, I'm really proud of that. And uh, but yeah, he's he's a great guy, man. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to Raul and California yeah. Burrito. Yeah. I mean, usually I don't uh, I don't give shout outs, but <laughs> I pay homage where it's due. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I remember Raul. Um, he was a waiter at the time. I was I was running the place with you aside. And um, Raul came up to me. He's like, Oscar, I love what you're doing here, man. I'm like, you, 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 you got this energy, you know, Pedro. And like, I'm opening up this burrito place at the time, dude. I'm going to be honest, like. I was just like, I don't know how you do it, man. Yeah. I was exhausted, man. It was like <laughs> truly nine in the morning. What I admire about you is like a lot of people see that you're up and about, mm -hmm. but the Pedro I know rolled up his sleeves. Oh, yeah, man. Like, you yo, have to, let's, man. let's go, man. Let's go. Like, grab those yeah. dishes. Like, yeah. that work ethic. Yeah. And I know your parents personally. So, yeah, they that work ethic runs deep because oh, yeah. I've met your parents personally. Like, Humbling, humbling, yeah, amazing. Yeah, my mom still works right now. I know, you know? dude. I know. I tell her, I'm like, hey, stop making tamales. <laughs> She's like, no, no I gotta no, sell them. No. First off, don't ever tell your mom to stop making tamales. I love those tamales, all right? Yo, yeah. I love your mom's tamales. But your dad, like, I had a conversation. Oh, At first, yeah. I, your, your mom is protective of you guys. Yeah. And I noticed yeah, that. Is. So when I first came around, she didn't know who I was, you know, and that trust, <laughs> that trust is earned. And at first, she was like, can you say the Morillo, you know, like, who's, <laughs> this, who's, who's this, this guy? Yeah, who's this guy? And I said, and I said, uh, oh, I'm Oscar. I'm, I'm helping Pedro. Like, I'm involved. Like, they're like, yeah, what do you do? I was like, yeah, well, I promote, you know, I'm I'm involved with the community and I'm bringing energy. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I have some great ideas. And, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. 
and then uh, it just started. It just boom from there, you know. Yes. Politicians coming down, Chris Christie shutting the place down. Like a lot of people, yeah. I know a lot of things that like, you know, shut the door. New Jersey Governor Chris Christie was yep. there. Closed the other half, security, secret service, yeah, exactly. black cars. Ah, uh, Jesus, dude. Um. Yeah, but yeah. It's Mario like, Andreas. Oh yeah, yeah. From the Gypsy Kings, like yep. a lot of people shut the restaurant down, comp everything, table. Like I have some great memories from that. I inspired myself, um, to venture off into a businessman. Like I knew I didn't want to tap into the restaurant in- industry because if I was gonna jump into something, the risk. I, I didn't. I didn't know the back end. Like yes, I was taught a lot. Mm-hmm. But it comes with a lot of rapport. Like, just it, it's not easy opening it, up a no, restaurant. It, it's not easy, man. You you have to know, you know, from the A to Z. Like, yeah, like you gotta you, you gotta promotion exactly vendors yeah, workers. You gotta deal health with, department exactly state inspections. Yeah. You gotta. It's almost like you gotta deal with a lot of people. Yeah. So it's like. It's como si un yeah, you know it's like I mean? a psychologist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. got to learn how to balance yeah. managing people. Exactly. Fast turnaround staff because of the situation. Like it doesn't balance the schedule. Some college kids are coming into town. Yeah. Managing people, managing. It's a lot. It's, it's a, lot. a lot. And I admire you. I admire you. And the crazy thing about it is I saw how how fast you were moving with Agave. Mm-hmm. And I saw how, how great things were moving. And I'm like, all right, Pedro, like things are steady. You know, take a break. No, 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 dude. I'm off to a uh, new market. Yeah. Um, I'm opening up another restaurant. I'm like, what, dude? Like, how? You yeah. know, how? What What gives you that drive? Like, to, I mean, some people would, uh, for, for what I saw, I was like, this is a little outrageous because, I mean, consistency within a restaurant, it takes, for any business, <laughs> it takes two years for it to break even. Yeah. So how are you in a year or half a year in and already opening up another restaurant? What, what, what's the deal with that? So, so for example, I got, I got, um, usually I bring like investors in, yeah. uh, you know, um, some investors that they put in the money, they right. believe in you, they yeah. believe in, uh, your project, they right. believe in, uh, what you're going to do. So, so that's what I was doing. You know, for example, Gave, I had an investor there, yeah. uh, California burritos. It was with Raul and yeah. some other people. And then, uh, you know, La Cabana was with the, one of my brothers that has restaurants in Annapolis, mm-hmm. Maryland. And you guys have restaurants all over the United States. Yeah, yeah. So I come from a town where it's, uh, you know, there's like 3,000 something people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think probably 80% own restaurants. That's crazy. Yeah. So everybody, everything started back in back in the day. Like, uh, I think it was like 1972. Uh-huh. It was with uh, Raul Leon and yeah. Jose Macias. Yeah. So they paved the way for us yeah. uh, to be able to go into the business. Are and, they still uh, around? Uh, no, they passed away, but yeah. you know they, the the first restaurant they have it's still open down yeah. in Atlanta. So so yeah, so just imagine from there, like mm-hmm. everybody started working with them, and yeah. it was started from one restaurant, mm-hmm. and and now it's it's more than you know a thousand something restaurants yeah. in 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 all United States from you know the South from the East Coast to the West Coast and right. uh, mid Midwest. So yeah, but yeah, so I'll never I'll never forget the moment. Um, it, it was, I don't know, it was like two o'clock in the morning. You were shutting down the restaurant. Usually the first the first one in, last one to leave. And um, you were closing up. You were cleaning the bar. And you were just going through some emails on your phone. You were having a drink at the bar. And then um, I'm coming back from a business that I just opened. I was exhausted. I was beat. I see you at the door. I see the lights on. Usually because I lived upstairs, I see the lights on. And I'm like, yo... Let me in, man. <laughs> um, so you let me in. It's like, what's up, man? How you doing? And I'm like, it's a, long, it's a long day, dude. It's just, yeah. I don't know. I'm opening up my first business and I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm already, I'm already in debt before we open. And <laughs> you, um, and then you said, it was like, here, what do you want to drink? I was like, I'll have whatever you're having. And we're having a nightcap. Let's have a whiskey. All right. Yeah. So we're drinking a little whiskey and we're sitting and we're chatting about businesses. And I was really inspired because I I looked in your eyes and you looked beat, but you were still had time to motivate, which oh, yeah. was really humbling. And 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 pep talk me and and kind of just be like a mentor. And then um you sat down, and you I got a drink, and I was I was just exhausted, man. I was just exhausted. And and I was just sometimes when you're opening up a business and people have this perception of like, Damn, um, you're oh, you opened the business. Congratulations, you're automatically a millionaire. Yeah, you know, no, like no, it, no. It, takes, it takes a lot. Of it takes a lot. Like you can have all the talent in the world. Like, yeah, there's a lot of people that are talented. Yeah. They can do whatever they want. The perception. Yeah, but 
they're not disciplined. You know right. what I mean? Like you got to wake up at seven in the morning, mm -hmm. six in the morning, and then you got to go to sleep at two in the morning. And then, right. you know, you got to, you got to yeah. be back up, back up. You got to show your workers that, that you really, that, that it's your, yeah. it's your gym. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Absolutely. So. Cause they, they, and, and I saw that, I saw that energy, like you portrayed yeah. that energy and then they adopted that. Exactly. So when we were, when I was at the restaurant, we were having a nightcap, you go, um, so what's up, man? What's on your mind? I was like, damn, dude. I'm like, I'm already in debt before I even open. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes you got to restart, you know, yeah. projects fail. You got to real, you know, state inspections, all the, 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 um, fire department doesn't approve of this is not up to code. Yeah. You got to tell your, you got to tell your contractor, no, tear that down. We got to start all over again. Yeah. You got to dig up and, and penny pinch the, that's, I want to write a book someday about entrepreneurship <laughs> and uh, on truly what it takes because people have this perception, like they think that you, you, you got it. Yeah, no, no. And you have the support of the world, but you really don't. It's just, it's you and your thoughts at night yeah. and overthinking about projects that are not done and overthinking about the future and overthinking that's, about the past. Yeah, that's that's what happened with us. Like, for example, the first restaurant I opened here in New Hampshire was uh, in Exeter, New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. So, I didn't, you know, I didn't have the budget. I was doing it, you know, by myself and right. stuff. So I had my wife and yeah. then uh, my, you know, so we, we would stay, like, for example, we were living in the restaurant while building it out. Yeah. Like we would sleep in the office. You I heard know, these stories. Yeah, yeah, take take a shower in the, uh, you know, within the mop sink and yeah. stuff before the inspectors came in. That way they wouldn't mm -hmm. see we were living there, yeah. trying to open up the restaurant. Yeah. So, you know, the struggle the struggle is hard, man. Yeah. And if you don't have the passion to mm -hmm. it, like, like, don't do it. Like, right. don't waste your time. Don't waste your money. Like, right. you got to be dedicated. You got to really want it, dream it. You know, mm -hmm. you you really have to like yeah. imagine it. But yeah, and then like you know. <laughs> I remember we didn't have like I didn't have any money like to right. put gas in my car and, mm -hmm. and stuff. So you know we would go to the Dollar Tree, go mm -hmm. get some beans, <laughs> canned yeah. beans, cheap sodas and stuff. And, Humbling uh, times, man. Yeah, man. So it was it was hard, man. It, it's it's been hard, and you know right now like keep pushing. Exactly, you just got to go forward and 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 keep your mind positive. But I, I love that. You know, I respect I respect your family, and I see um I've grown to love your family. You know, like. Um, your mom, your dad, I've sat down with them and they told me stories like yeah. the, the time I fell in, I, I fell in love with like your storyline and your family was when your mom was in the kitchen Yeah, and, and I remember it was your brother. Mm -hmm. Um, and your brother was, um, he's like, nah, man, this is family recipe. Like <laughs> this is family recipe. Like, yeah, nah, yeah. Right. So like, you kidding me? Look at my mother. And I was, she was like tucked away in the corner in her own vibe. Yeah. Got, yeah. yeah and dude. Stuff. And like, I have yeah. a video somewhere tucked away in my hard drive about her talking about like what inspired her. And I want to release that one day, um, yeah. um, to kind of pay homage to you guys. Cause it's due. And like, anyways, back to the story where I was at the bar, this, this is what happened. I was like, I'm, a, I'm in debt X amount of dollars. And then you're like, let me pour you another, shot <laughs> and it was like and i said and you said you crazy man i'm in debt i'm in debt half a million dollars before i even open up a restaurant yeah. and i'm like half a million dollars <laughs> i'm like half a million dollars how do you sleep at night it's gonna get better man you just gotta believe and everything else will yeah. follow every every all the dreams and ambitions and 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 everything that you have forward you it's it's gonna multiply you just gotta keep pushing forward yeah, something's exactly. gonna stick and that's yeah. when I knew I was like I got up the next morning I was in debt I was like I'm basically using my own personal money to to pay for the bills and to <laughs> catch up on my own personal bills and I'm like man and and that's when I knew what you said earlier it's like it's true. There's a lot of people that want to become owners, a sense of pride and ego. Yeah. But there's a difference between self-employed and a true entrepreneur owner. Mm -hmm. The owner that knows how to delegate and then knows how to run multiple things and has a vision and executes them and entrusts yeah. everybody else to execute them. And then there's a self-employed exactly. that knows how to manage the money micromanage manage micromanages but yeah. really doesn't know how to apply himself exactly. and that's when that's when the ideas of the true businesses of partnerships and all this yeah. like those visions have to align are you a self-employed yeah. entrepreneur or are you an owner that knows how to delegate and has that mindset and multiple and, locations and exactly and with, you know managers and co-owners mm -hmm. and stuff like that yeah and managing i mean because like with different with different restaurants i mean how is it like dude i mean i have a couple of businesses within e-commerce and now with first gen american yeah 
Um, shout out to my partner. And, um, you know, what adopts more into that mindset is like, you have to say ego aside. Oh, yeah, yeah. You pride. It's like one time my uncle told me, he's like, Pedro, like, because we, you know, we were, we were having uh, some some fights and stuff between yeah. the other owners and stuff. So my right. uncle, Jesus Arellano, he told me, he's like, Pedro, what do you, what do you want? You want a, a a handful of pride or a handful of money? Yeah. I was like, I was like you know what? A handful yeah. of money, that's going to pay my bills. Right, and, right, and right. A, and a handful of pride, then, you know, mm. that's not going to pay anything. Yeah. So For any uh, for any uh, entrepreneur out there that has a partnership, what what would be the the one thing that you recommend them, that you recommend to them? Uh, Some type of advice. The the only advice that I say, like it, it's just work hard. Like don't don't let go of your 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 business. Like don't the vision. Yeah, don't don't do that. Um, mm-hmm. The most important thing is you know just dedicate your hundred percent to it. Don't don't try to you know go off and be like oh I'm the owner this and that. Like I can go somewhere else and, and yeah. then leave your restaurant alone without a manager or anything like that. But. Uh, I'm, I'm like the only thing that I say is work hard, man. Yeah. You gotta you gotta work hard, man. Right. You, there's no there's no you know oh, I'm gonna sleep late like I'm I'm smart like I can run it through my phone through yeah. the camera system right, right, right. like that doesn't work like yeah, you, yeah. you gotta be there you gotta talk to customers you gotta mm. you gotta give them that smile they gotta mm. know you they gotta trust you yeah you know because they're, they're the ones that you know paying your bills if you have time to go shine your rims to yeah, your yeah. car <laughs> like the way you shine your car and, yeah. and you know. You know, you you clean your car, mm-hmm. clean your restaurant, clean your business that way. You know, right. show the same love that you show your your yeah. you know whatever you have. Yeah, your it's house, an extension your, of you. Yeah, so that's if, for sure. If man. you don't take care of the business, then you don't have the money to pay for, mm-hmm. for the your business. Is not going to take care of you. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the business is really jealous. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's worse than than a girlfriend, yeah. a wife, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. It's really demanding. What do you think is the big misconception about owning a business? Like people have this perception of like, well, oh, he owns a business, so oh, he's good, he's set. No, you know? no, no. You know, uh, you know, a restaurant, the restaurant business. It's like one day you're here, and if you if you don't take care of it, then yeah. you know it goes down the neck. You know, in, in one week it'll burn down. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like many people think that you know owning a business, it's uh, oh yeah, he owns a restaurant, this and that. He must have a lot of money, yeah. but. They don't really. They come look, out with their hands out. Yeah, no, they, they don't really look at you know. There's a lot of employees, the taxes, yeah. you know, all the bills and stuff, mm-hmm. and and then, you know, it, you know, it's it's a lot of hard work. Yeah. You got to be there. Give us a day by day, um, a day in the life with Pedro. What time you wake up? I wake up at seven. Well, six thirty, and I'm already out at the house like uh, seven thirty in the morning. Yeah, you know, uh, and, and then what? From there, I go to the restaurants. You know, I go in there, and then I'm I'm there before the the cooks are. Yeah. So by the time the cooks are there, you know, I talk to them every morning. Like, mm-hmm. hey guys, what's going on? Pep you talk. Know? I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you amp them up. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, they they want to see that you're you're part of the team too. That right. you just don't you know just slide there. Yeah. And, but yeah, you talk to them and mm-hmm. try to motivate them and stuff. You know, because yeah. you know they're there every day. They're the Could ones be that training. Take, exactly. So you mm-hmm. know, you motivate them and stuff, and then. You know, I'm, I'm just up and down with the restaurants. You know, mm-hmm. for example, I go to Lowell after yeah. that and then, uh, you know, stay there. And then after, you know, the midday, I go eat with, you know, my family and stuff. And, right, then, right. and then at 5, I, I go back or 5.30, I go back to the restaurant. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, once I see the rush has passed and everything else, then, mm-hmm. you know, I go home and, 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 and relax a little bit. Yeah. Who's who's the heartbeat of the restaurant? Hard to be. Yeah. Uh, I'd say I'd say probably like the cooks. The cooks? Yeah, the cooks are the ones that, that make stuff. Uh, yeah. happen you know yeah yeah without the cooks you know we yeah you know, i know i noticed yeah. that when when we were running um it, it can be packed yeah, yeah and um if they were trying to catch up yeah. and it was lagging and then the wait time and the exactly. people wanted to be seated and everything like that but i i remember one time it was like what's up guys let's go yeah like let's go what's up guys and then all of a sudden you rolled up your sleeves and be like what do we need what do we need all right get the line going <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like oscar what are you doing um, I'm greeting people. I'm doing the social media. Nah, get back here. Let's go. <laughs> Run these tables. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. And that's when I knew I was like, nah, you have to wear many hats. Oh, yeah. Be involved in everything. Yeah. Your presence needs to be there because if it's not, then all of a sudden people kind of feel like they can just kind of 
I'll, I'll do, do it my way. Yeah, they, they and and not stay authentic to the vision of what is yeah. true. How do how what would you say about the the plates? Like you know your mom's in the kitchen, right? She's she's making the money, and I've seen some sometimes I've seen her yell yeah. at the cooks and say, "No, this is not how you do it. We have to do it this way." Yeah, and then I see that you mimic that yeah, from she, your parents. She, yeah, she she's I mean like I said, she's a hardworking woman. Like yeah. she's a tough one. Like she's yeah. really tough. She she's hardworking and. Uh, the way she she shows everybody how to you know mm-hmm. she's eighty something years old and uh, you know it's she, crazy yeah she and she was just making tamales exactly and then that's crazy the other day I was like hey you know mm-hmm. I was missing dishwasher she yeah. goes in there rolls up her sleeve yep. and starts you know washing pots and your and dad pans. your dad too oh yeah my your dad, dad he's yeah. I say I say sometimes I'm like for a guy so calm to mm-hmm. be able to manage you know like nine kids. <laughs> Well, it's eleven in the family. Oh, eleven. So excuse yeah. me. For a <laughs> guy, for a guys, for parents, yeah. for parents so humble and so calm yeah. to raise eleven, and probably three of them are craziest. <laughs> but, <laughs> All uh, of us. <laughs> but um, I, I just I, I love your family, and yeah. um, I think that they create and and I think that the true ethics of the American dream, your story and your family, the Aguirre. Yeah, is we. True. I mean, we we come from a small town in Mexico. It's called yeah. El Puerto de Catarina. Yeah. And you know, like my parents, like my dad was, you know, born in, you know, it, it's it's like up in the mountains and stuff. So the way they would make money is, uh, you know, chop some wood down and then take it to La Piedad yeah. on 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 some donkeys and stuff. And uh, you know, they, they that's the way they survived. Yeah. So my dad came up here like in the '60s and mm-hmm. uh, he started working. Actually, I think it was in the Midwest somewhere where they, you know, they planted cotton. He yeah. used to get, you know, like forty something cents uh, an hour. So, you know, he saved up his money. He would send it to Mexico. My mom, instead of, you know, spending and stuff, you know, mm. she bought some chickens yeah. and, you know, she she bought some, you know, pigs and stuff. Mm. And then from there, she she started, you know, growing her little business of selling eggs and chickens yeah. and stuff. So, you know, she, she would multiply that money yeah. uh, uh, double and then she started buying some land yeah. and, you know, she started building her own little house and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, they they've been they've been through a lot. And then from there, you know, uh, it was, you know, it was, I think it was eight at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, they had to come to California, you know, for a better life. Yeah. So she, she came over with my dad and, uh, some, some of my brothers stayed in Mexico mm-hmm. and some came up with them, the older ones that, yeah. that could work, you know, so they started picking, uh, you know, strawberries. They started, uh, sewing. Yeah. My, my uncle, uh, opened up a sewing, uh, little company. Little, yeah. A little company. And, uh, you know, they, you know, everybody started, you know, working and stuff. So they, they saved up, they mm-hmm. bought their house. And, uh, back then it was easy to, yeah. you know, get a house and stuff. Uh, so they saved up, they bought, they bought their house in California. And then, uh, one of my uncles, uh, Jose Lopez, he opened up, uh, El, El Rodeo. Yeah. And, uh, I think it was, uh, I, I say, I think it was, uh, Roanoke, Virginia. Yeah. So, you know, they, they invited them over. They're like, hey, we opened up a restaurant, you know, over here in the East Coast. It's it's better. It's a better life. Because right. In the West Coast, you know, back in the day, there was a lot of gang violence and right. stuff like that. So my parents didn't want us to grow into that that, yeah. that ambiance. So, uh, yeah, we they moved us uh, to North Carolina. And, mm-hmm. you know, my, my brother Antonio, you mm. know, started working and stuff. So in, I think it was 86, he opened La Coretta in yeah. uh, Lynchburg, Virginia. Mm. I met Antonio. He's a yeah. he's a funny dude. Real laid back, yeah. comes in, quiet as can be, observant. He yeah. puts his inputs, and then he says, "All right, little brother, I'm out." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> peace. Yeah, peace. Good luck. Yeah. Now, nah, but um, and he start he opened La Carreta. Yeah. So in '86, I think it was '86, he opened up La Carreta in Lynchburg. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, he opened up with uh, some uncles, mm-hmm. some some cousins and stuff. And then uh, from there, he in 1991, he opened uh, La Carreta in uh, Winston-Salem. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, he was working there and stuff. And, uh, you know, he had his restaurants. He was he was pretty much set right there. And, yeah. Uh, but he always wanted more. And, and right. he's a pioneer. Like, yeah. like, he's he's the one that's always, like, innovating stuff, you know, yeah. anything in the restaurant. So mm-hmm. he... Uh, he was looking at a magazine and it said uh, one of the best cities to live in in uh, 1998 was uh, Nashville. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I came, I came here um, around that time yeah. uh, to visit. Yeah. I think, I think that there was a big fluctuation of 98. I think here, um, one of the producers, Jasmine's yeah. dad, we were talking about. It, she, he came up here in 97. So I think that the big population within Hispanics boomed in, in the late 90s. Yeah, yeah exactly. So uh, yeah, he came up here. He was just driving by and then. Uh, Daniel Webster Highway. He yeah. saw. He saw. I think it was like a pizza place. 
Mm-hmm. And the guy, he's like, hey, do you want to sell your restaurant? And the mm-hmm. guy, they, they agreed to a price and, yeah. and you know. Ground was, level. Exactly. So That's now, crazy. Prime real estate. Exactly. No. So um, how long did he, How so you, would you say that Antonio is the first one to adopt? Like, like because you see La Carretas everywhere now. Yeah, yeah. Is he the 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 pioneer straight that opens the first one here? And, and, and yeah, New Hampshire, yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was definitely the first one. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, you know, he, he opened up with, uh, he opened it up by himself yeah. with, uh, you know, everybody helped him out. Right, uh, right. Jose Leon, my cousin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ramon, mm-hmm. uh, Villa, and yeah. stuff. So they came up, they helped him out, and uh, nice. and then they opened the second location in Manchester. Yeah, and you know, and then my my aunt uh, Alicia yeah. Leon, uh, and my uncle Jose Leon. That you know, rest in peace. But yeah, uh, rest in peace. yeah so they you know they London Dairy and stuff. So Antonio's the, the one that started everything. You That's know. crazy. Yeah, I see him. I see him. Uh, it's funny. He's he. Um, I see some pictures online with him and. Uh, that dude's everywhere, Just traveling, always doing something. Yeah. Now yeah. he, I mean, you guys earned it. Like yeah. you guys work hard. So I mean, and within partnerships and owner and and the and the business investments, how does one how does one get to that level? Like, does somebody come up to you and say, "Yo, Pedro, I love what you're doing with the restaurants. Here's a here's a here's some no. lot of cash and no. open the <laughs> next thing for me." Yeah. No, no, it's not like that. Uh, what what happens is like you start your own projects and stuff. You right. invest your own money. You mm-hmm. fail at it. Like yeah. I failed so many times. Like yeah. I've closed so many restaurants. Like mm-hmm. and you know, you know, I've gotten so much debt and stuff. And, yeah. uh, you know, but but just like the hunger that you have and and you know, right. a, a real investor will see you see straight in your eyes and see this guy has future or doesn't have future. Right. You know. But for example, like they come up, they're like, okay, you know, I have to go look for them. You know, yeah. it's not like they come to the table and, hey, I want to invest the money. Like you right. gotta you gotta look for the opportunities. You gotta talk to people, you gotta interact and and right. and and you know, have the same vision as you. Mm-hmm. That's the best thing when when somebody has the same vision as you that wants to, you know, progress, even though they have a lot of money, like they have money, like yeah. they they're still hungry. You can see that hunger in them. That's- because there's a lot of investors that, you know, they don't have that hunger. They they just want to put the money there and mm. not work or not not be part of the mm. the uh, the investment or the, the project. You know mm. what I mean. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like you, you got to look for them. You yeah. got to look for them, and you know the less partners, the better. <laughs> yeah. You know, because every head's a world. Right. So, absolutely. You know, when once you have three, too many four, hands in the cookie jar. Oh yeah. I get that. Yeah. But yeah. So. Um, I mean, it's 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 hard because not you're not investing in businesses now. You're investing in individuals now. Yeah. And your time and effort, and sometimes the visions don't align, and things happen. Like I say all the time, like sometimes you have great business ideas, but the partnerships are not like, worthless. Yeah, you know, because yeah. it's like you have this vision, self interest. Yeah, and so all that. like like I tell everybody, you know, investors, there's investors everywhere. Everybody, yeah. you know, wants to invest, yeah. but you got to get the right investor that that's gonna, for example, be hands on, and that's mm. gonna, you know give you advice yep. you know they're older they, they've been in the restaurant business mm-hmm. so you know those little details are the ones that help mm-hmm. help you grow yeah. so you know uh inversionistas hay donde quiera yeah uh, uh investors are everywhere yeah but yeah you got to find the right one so you know as you know 2020 has been a was thank god <laughs> was i keep saying i feel like we're still kind of part two but but we're not <laughs> um 2020 was tough for everybody covid pandemic oh, yeah. As a restaurant owner, how has it impacted you? It's been hard, man. Like, you know, I'm a sit down restaurant, you know, my, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm a full sit down restaurant with the bar and stuff, yeah. uh, especially being like in Massachusetts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it, you know, we're, we're, we have our hands tied yeah. behind our back because we can't do anything. Like we can't sit people in the bar, but I'm right near the border of New Hampshire. So yeah. New Hampshire's open. So yeah. You know, I see my some some customers just drive by and then you know they go to the bars up here and then, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it, it, it's just it's it's hit the you know it's hit the restaurant industry really bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, but at the same time, you know, you know we've already hit rock bottom. The only thing that that's that's available is the way up. Yeah. You know? So you know, there's no way. There's no more down. Yeah. There, there's up. That that's the only way we can we can look at it and. Uh, for for one thing, I I actually I actually like I look back and I'm like you know what, good thing it happened. It, it shook me. It, it not woke, the pandemic, but the the yeah, circumstances. The circumstances. Yeah. Like good thing it happened. Yeah. Um, why it wakes you up. It makes you you know realize that you reset. Know, exactly. Don't be in your comfort zone. Like mm-hmm. you gotta hustle. You gotta you know 
promote on social media, right. which I wasn't doing, so, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and just different ways of making money, you know, virtual kitchens and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, just trying to make a hustle, man. Tell me a little bit about virtual kitchens. That's interesting. So virtual kitchens, uh, I started, one of my cousins told me about it. Uh, Daniel Torres, he has restaurants down in uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Plaza Azteca. And uh, yeah, one day he called me before even, the, I think it was even before these things were happening. And uh, he told me, he's like, hey, cuz, you know, uh, you know, you can do you can do two kitchens and uh and and one restaurant. So pretty much it's like you have a you have a different menu, but a simple menu, and you put it up in uh you know Uber Eats, uh, DoorDash, Chow Now, and stuff like that. Should we stop talking? Cause maybe we might be giving ideas out. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna start charging them, right? <laughs> but so, yeah, so I, I did that right now. Yeah. Like I have it in, in in La Santa and Lowell. Yeah. Uh, one's called Viva Burritos, yeah. and the other one is called Viva La Chicken. Yeah. So Viva uh, La Chicken. Yeah. So. For example, uh, you know, you have the menu, you keep it simple, but it's mm -hmm. your same product that you have, but in a different way. Nice. So it's two it's it's two ways of getting more money into the restaurant. So right. for example, if you're closed down, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're 25%, yeah. you have a virtual kitchen. So, you know, everybody's ordering online because of the pandemic and stuff. So mm -hmm. they open up the phone, they're like, Oh, viva la chicken. Yeah. Uh, what's going on with this? I've I haven't seen it. Yeah. So they start checking your menu out, they mm -hmm. order something, they like it. Yeah. So instead of you know, just having one option, which is your sit-down menu. Now you have uh, two options and uh, two incomes of money. That's that's super smart. Yeah, so that's su super smart. Yeah. Tell me about you know, you we we collab together with Agave Azul. Tell me a little bit about the support system within the community um, as a Hispanic owner, as a Latino yeah. um, in in Asheville. Where was the city a little bit tougher? You know, I, I remember one time um, when we were painting, we yeah. had a blue fence. Yeah. We had a blue fence. Yeah. And then I think it was somebody that was a little envious, a business nearby that was like, well, that's not part of the historical district exactly. city ordinance. Yeah. <laughs> he can't have a blue fence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's call the state and let's call them. What? Tell me a little bit about that. So, so yeah, it's tough, man. Like, you know, for example, uh, you're, you're an Hispanic, you're, you know, you own a business and stuff and... Uh, you know, they see you doing good, mm -hmm. uh, new ideas. Like you yeah. put some splash, some color into the city, and it's yeah. like, you know, they they try to put you down. You know, like right. oh, you know, it's historic, this and that. Like right, you right. can have those colors, but mm -hmm. then you see some other stuff, and you're like, oh, well, what about him? Yeah, yeah what about him? Well, he's been here a little longer. Than yeah, you know? yeah. So you got to earn your keep. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> yeah. so yeah, they, they you know, there's some barriers and stuff, but mm -hmm. you know, you like I said, you you got to overcome them and mm -hmm. uh, you know, change and innovate that way. You know, they, they might tell you to change the color, but, you know, you might put some bright umbrellas, you know. Yeah, yeah. What, what can they say? What can they <laughs> yeah, say about smart that? Yeah, you about know? that, yeah. Um, but other than that, like, besides, you know, some legalities and some red tape, other than that, the within, you know, the the city, you know, Aldermans, I, I know that they came yeah. out and you yeah. guys did a, we did a ribbon cut. Yeah, and no, no, the city, the city, like, Nashville has been great. Yeah. Uh, You know, they've been really supportive and stuff, yeah. especially the city hall. Like, yeah, yeah. Like they they helped me a lot because mm -hmm. uh, you know at, at first like I was like oh man like I think they're gonna first be Hispanic yeah, exactly downtown Main Street yeah but um, uh, yeah but yeah they they've been great yeah. they they helped out the Hispanic community grow here in downtown and Absolutely. stuff and yeah. uh, they you know with permits and mm -hmm. everything else like they explain everything right like, yeah they're not they want to see you succeed exactly yeah exactly. and one thing is like they'll talk about it but i've actually seen a lot of great aldermans after alderman meetings oh yeah they were sitting down and they would even have like after our meeting let's go in and 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 uh go in there and uh have some lunch or like, yeah margarita uh what was it taco tuesdays with the margaritas Tuesday. yeah <laughs> uh, two dollar margaritas and it was man i have a lot of great memories there it was it was booming and we we brought some God, that place was packed, yeah. man. That's that's forever. Like agave is forever a memory stuck yeah. in my memory. Museum. Every Friday night, Saturday yeah, night, there Saturday, was like Thursday, salsa Friday, nights. Yeah. You know, we had like we had a stage filled with like twelve salsa, yeah, uh, a band of salsa, yeah. mariachi. <laughs> yeah. uh, Even the yeah. guy from uh, where, where were they from? Uh, the, India. Yeah, yeah. It, oh yes, yeah, Remember? yeah. When when Mario Reyes came in, uh, we shut down the restaurant. Security was with him. His manager was the manager for Britney Spears. Yeah, his manager was the manager for Britney Spears, and 
Funny story, I'm actually wearing a jacket that he wore at one of his concerts. And uh, so, <laughs> yeah, so, 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 um, Mario Reyes comes in, he's he's from uh, from France, but he has he's Gitano, uh, yeah, um, it's a, a Egyptian, with the, Egyptian, uh, the Gypsy, Gypsy Kings. Kings, yeah. So, if if anybody's listening, you know, Mambolero, yeah. Mambolero, that's the Gypsy Kings. So, um, he was he's like, we we met with him. And he was, he randomly was in the area. I was upstairs. I remember you called me. He's like, Oscar, what are you doing? I was like, I'm about to go downstairs. <laughs> He's like, dude, get down there fast. And I was like, yeah, what's up? He's like, um, Marius from the Gypsy Kings is down th- downstairs. Take care of him and all his people. So I remember, um, I remember Marius, uh, his manager, which was Britney Spears' ex-manager, yeah. which was crazy. Um, and so uh, her husband, which manages the group. Um, some guys from like Afghanistan, yeah. <laughs> um, truly in their attire, and like these people all were instruments and, and all the instruments. And he's like, oh, uh, he's like Theo, uh, with the Spanish accent. Uh, the food is excellent, excellent. He's like, who are you? I'm like, I manage the restaurant. The owner's not here, but um, he said whatever you guys need, he'll comp it. Like, yeah, on the house, you know, like drinks, whatever. He's like, wow, wow, no, Theo. I was like, you got, he, and I was dressed up for the restaurant. He's like, you got great style. Can you take me shopping around here? Like, I don't know the area. I'm, we're from Boston. Well, we're landed in Boston, but yeah. I don't know the area. I'm like, as a matter of fact, what are you looking for? He's like, I look for, I'm looking for a suit jacket away from my concert. And if Mara Reyes is, if you know Andrea Buccelli, he made a song with Andrea Buccelli, Coliseums, yeah. 200 to half a million people. <laughs> like, this is the most humblest guy in National New Hampshire out of Gavis suit. So mm-hmm. I did my research. I was like, whoa, this guy sells out. Like, he's, yeah. he's right now as we speak, the pandemic's happening, but he's still traveling around the world touring. Yeah. Like, that's how big he is. Yeah. Um, so anyways, he's like, as a matter of fact, I have a jacket that I just made, made for you. It's going to fit. He put that on. He put the jacket on, man. It was fit like it was made for him he's like <laughs> he gives me a water cash this is my first jacket that, that i designed he gives me a water cash i i didn't even count it he's like put this in your pocket this is for you this is amazing you made this <laughs> this is amazing now i need an outfit so he has a stylist with him and um and he has his manager he's like we need to go tomorrow to find a co- uh, outfit for this and i have a picture and he sent us tickets so yeah. I, I remember when you when we wanted to go and you were like nah I'm, I'm traveling but you go you go so i took my mother my wife um we went to the concert he was wearing my jacket anyways long story short it was an amazing experience mara reyes shout out to him and anyways then he came back he fell in love he came back he's like i'm gonna do a concert but please, no cameras. No yeah, cameras. Remember, yeah. everybody put the cameras down. Have your staff. Like, I'm going to do something because I love this restaurant so much. And I still have the picture of you and him. He signed the plate. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and um, it was just a humbling moment. Just little experiences like that with Gavesu and Pedro Aguirre. And it was just amazing. It was it was such an amazing experience. That, and I, I miss those times. I think that the town does too because it hasn't been the same. <laughs> Let's be honest. It hasn't been the same. Like, we, we want to adopt that. But, I mean... Other than that, you had a In-N-Out burrito. Yeah. Um, you guys went TikTok viral. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So uh, the roaming foodie, uh, he's yeah, a great guy, man. He's yeah, yeah, a great guy. He uh, he came out like I, I you know, I, I I text him and he's like, hey, yeah, man, I'll do a TikTok and stuff. I'll yeah. come out and uh, review your food and stuff. So yeah. he came out and we were I was just throwing some plates and uh, yeah. to him and stuff, and he's taking pictures, mm-hmm. videos and stuff. Yeah. You know, I I didn't think much of it. You know, I was like, oh yeah, he's gonna come out. Like it'll help out a little mm-hmm. bit. But yeah, the TikTok he made, man, it, it blew. Did you man. know about TikTok before this? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I didn't even. I didn't even. Ha- I didn't even have it downloaded. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I just got into TikTok when the pandemic started. <laughs> Um, I, people were just talking TikTok, TikTok. They're bored in the house, and I'm in the yeah. house bored. Bored. People were literally born in the house and in the house bored. So I think they that's were making, how it blew up. Yeah. So so they were making viral TikToks, and and my wife and um, yo, speaking about viral TikToks, remember Meredith Grubb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Famous on TikTok. Oh yeah. She she uh, uh witch stick lesbian. Now we know Meredith. This is how Meredith <laughs> came about. Um, shout out to Meredith. She listens to the show. Um, TikTok famous. Yeah. Um, she started off as a bartender. Yo, Meredith was a trip. She's she's good time. She's cool. And um, so she's a tarot card reader, and uh, she basically she's in this holistics and into chakras and energy yeah. and 
she's excellent at it because she vibes. You know, she the thing about Meredith is like we already knew this side of Meredith before the TikTok world <laughs> and all the rest of the world knew about it. But to have her brand out like that and to have her expand, it's just I love that's this nice, is, man. Yeah, she, she she was always talking about yeah, like you know, yeah, music and her energy, and stuff. energy. Yeah, yeah. So, she, so, she has yeah, an man, incredible good. voice. Good. She fun it. fact, she sung at the wedding. Uh, she signed at, at my wedding, um, and and she's just a great bartender, full of talent. That's just that's just a little synopsis of like business owners and creatives that have came out of agave, agave you know, and yeah. like and to come together. And, and it took a couple of Hispanics yeah. to have this idea, and it took another couple of Hispanics to collaborate within this to make it something amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I want to touch base about what's your next projects like. What what are you up to? How so? Yeah, so right now, I mean, uh, with the pandemic going on and stuff, uh, you know, right now we're we're kind of you know sitting back, but uh, we're looking into expanding into Florida. Yeah, uh, we're opening up a restaurant called uh, 1942 Cantina. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be a nice, another restaurant. Yeah, another restaurant <laughs> in uh, Naples, Naples, Florida. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's that's with one one of my friends, uh, friends, investor, partner, uh, Antonio Ayala. Yeah. So yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. He's smart. He's he's really energetic, and uh, yeah, that's that's gonna be the the next project down in Florida. Try to open up some restaurants in Florida. Nice dude. Yeah. So why why Florida? What what makes you go? You're a snowbird, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, nah, yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, the no. Nah, what what happened is you know right now the econ- I think the governor has run Florida pretty good. Yeah. And not shutting down the economy. So. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's like a thousand people a day moving to Florida. Do you know what? That's crazy. My wife was just saying it, but we yeah. were talking about that the yesterday. House, you the know, house, the house market. The house market went double. Yeah. You know, I was talking to Danielle. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a she's a broker of mine, and yeah. uh, she she's just you know the economy is good down there. Yeah. Like, you know, the restaurants are vibe. You know, they're they're good. You know, um, so yeah, so like a lot of people are investing their money down there. Mm-hmm. I've, I've talked to people from Chicago, from yeah. New York. Uh, they have Italian restaurants and stuff. And uh, yeah. I was down in Florida and I was talking to them and they're like, yeah, you know, Chicago is closed. Uh, you know, Illinois is closed. So, you know, we, we're moving our investment before mm. we go broke. You know? yeah. Tell me tell me a little bit about that. That's interesting that you said Florida is not closed. Like, I know you you just caught COVID a couple of you survived. Thank yeah, God. Yeah. Explain that to me, like to have I know. That there's pressure on not closing the economy, but for somebody that has lost family members, may they rest in peace uh, yeah. from COVID. You caught it, you catching COVID. Yeah. And then saying, like, well, yeah. the economy's not closed. I, what I, is your what are your thoughts on that? Like So yeah, like 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 Oscar said, uh, you know, yeah, yesterday like I lost my aunt uh, rest in peace uh, to COVID and stuff. So yeah, it's hard, man. Like sometimes you you take it as a joke, mm-hmm. like ah, oh, conspiracy, this yeah, and yeah. that and stuff. But uh yeah, it hits it hits you. But what I really think is that, you know, open, you know, open the economy, not to its fullest, but like, you know, try to open it up. And, mm. uh, you know, as long as everybody does their job and, you know, wears a mask and, and, you know, the restaurant industry, you know, takes care of what they need to take care of, yeah. you know, like the people, you know, and the, 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 people the staff and stuff yeah. and, and, you know, sanitize everything down mm-hmm. and stuff. I think we would do a great job. Like. We want that opportunity to happen where they open back the economy because, you know, it, it's crazy like how big box stores are open and, and you know, they don't have a limit, you yeah. know, and, and it's it's over here where we... Like the malls and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the malls and stuff, you big know. Big corporate companies and Lowe's, then... Lowe's, Home Depot and yeah. all that, but... Uh, Wall Street is open, but Main Street is half closed. Yeah, so all the small businesses are getting bashed, yeah. man. So, yeah, man, I think, I think you know... It's a livelihood, you know. They're they're messing with our livelihood, like you know. Yeah. It's our investment. It's mm-hmm. our time. Like I've I've been working to get to this point, you know, for twenty years or yeah. you know fifteen years and stuff, and then suddenly like a couple they, of months in a couple of months, you know, you shut down your business, you yeah. know, you lose your house, you lose your car, you know, your 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 small kid that you have five, you know, five year old. Shout out to Pedrito. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're trying to you know get him to college, have a better life. Yeah pave the road for him and and you know in one year mm-hmm. the government can be like ah shut him down and and you know screw him but yeah, yeah. Man, scary scary yeah. times but i understand where you're coming from i think that if just it's not about closing the economy it's not about you know it's about social distancing and exactly. just putting on your mask yeah. like put oh, on your mask <laughs> like no we're six feet apart we're everybody's following guidelines you yeah, know yeah. my camera uh, my photographer has a mask on. My producer has a mask on. We're six feet apart. We have a screen in front of us. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the promo video that we've done, 
all the business owners as Hispanics. If I'm going to represent our community mm-hmm. and we're going to represent our community together, we have to make sure that there's nothing that nobody can say that they're like, well, look at the Hispanics and look at yeah, them, yeah, that yeah. they're not doing what they need to do. And because it's not that way, like we 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 are all we have. Exactly. And if we don't stick together in a time that's dividing the whole country and we're not following and we're, we are all we have, people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So just like I I just appreciate you as a business owner. I I, I admire you as a friend. Um, you're truly humble. You. I love your family, man. Honestly, the Aguirres, they, they're forever in my heart. And I just love because when I sit down with your parents, we chat. And they're just they're so curious about what I'm always doing, and yeah. but I'm so curious about what they're always doing, and yeah. they deserve everything they get in life, and and I appreciate you as a business owner. And the most important thing is like the next step is I think that we're we should collab on something amazing that we've talked about, and I think that we should present that to the world. We're not gonna say it here, exactly. But I think we have a meeting later on today, yeah. and I think it's important for our community. So um, plug in all your restaurants. Free promo. <laughs> Plug in all your restaurants and where they can reach you at and, and what what's next and what's going on. Yeah, so La Santa, Tingsboro. Uh, it's in it's uh, 386 Middlesex Road. Uh, it's it's good food. Uh, a lot of, you know, the community knows us. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we have, we just opened up uh, El Jefe in Lowell. Yeah, that which place is, is dope. A, yeah, it's a bar taco. So we, we yeah. specialize in tacos mm-hmm. and, and, and the drinks. So it's, yeah. it's a good vibe. It's for the young people. UMass is there. Yeah. So you know, it's it's more we brought we brought a Miami feel yep. to to Lowell. Yeah. So when you go into the place, it's like, all right, I'm not in Lowell, I'm not in Mass. Yeah. It, looks it like, doesn't feel like it. Yeah. It's and like you're the, you in, in the waterfront. Exactly, yeah. In the waterfront. Like Winwood or somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. So you a lot guys... of yeah. So Manny did like a big mural there. Like he did three murals there. So yeah, yeah he's he so, did good. And Manny has touched a little bit of all the restaurants. Actually, you yeah. flew him out to I think Virginia. One of your sisters was yeah. doing a restaurant. Yeah. He's done. Yeah. I, I love the support that you yeah. that you guys all, show. All the Manny. restaurants that I've done, uh Manny's done a mural. Yeah, yeah. And um uh, uh, Pedro doesn't know this, but when Manny was uh doing El Jefe, um I actually so we're gonna play a little game. If you can find in uni logo on one of the murals in El Jefe, Pedro is gonna give you a free drink. Exactly. All right. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll get. I'll give you a free taco. A free taco. <laughs> a free taco. This. So, um, when Manny was doing El Jefe, he every time he does a restaurant, I'm like, Yo, this is Pedro. All right, let's go hang out because we yeah. creatively flow. He's doing something. I'm doing something from design. I'm. I'm creatively flowing. So then all of a sudden, I go in there and I go, Yo, Manny, let me. T- Yo, what are we doing? This is collage of like many things. I'm like, Let me put my logo on here and behind the scenes. Yeah. He's like, All right. So there's actually an uni logo in El Jefe, nice. which is pretty dope. Um, and I still see it on one of the murals and. It's tucked away, but it's like a little gem. Ladies and gentlemen, Pedro Aguirre.